0: Be friday everyone. Welcome to episode number 114 of Shut Up and Grind with your host, yours truly, Robert B. Foster. So you guys know we talk about overcoming obstacles. We talk about defying the odds. We talk about blocking out the noise and grinding hard for your goals. And to, But today, we're going to talk about travel because that's part of overall wellness, Get, getting away. I mean, sometimes you got to travel for business reasons, but you know, getting away Relaxing, and sometimes that process can be a little bit complicated. So, uh, my guest today, she's going to talk about how to make it uncomplicated, and so that your travel, your overall travel experience, is a wonderful one for you. But you know, we got to talk about me first. <music> starts with clarity of vision. If you don't have the clarity of vision, whatever next thing you get, you're not gonna see it through because you don't have the clarity of vision. So the, the point of my pain was being told you will never run or jump again. And all that stuff, I was like, you know what? Like I wanna be able to take this even bigger. If you know why you do what you do, you have to know how to charge for what you do. That's how you're going to change your life. And that's how you're going to leave a legacy for your children
1: and your family.
0: you got to know your work. I told you guys, I can't do it. I know I need to make that shorter, but I can't do it. Every time I watch it, I get goosebumps. So, So for now, it's going to stay a minute and 18 seconds. Eventually, I'll shrink it down now, but I like it. So just just shows how far we have come in such a short amount of time. I did all of that stuff in a little bit over a year's time. And it's not not even, not even the fact that, ooh, look at, look at what, what I did. It's more so that it's being received. You know, because anybody can start something, but it's not real until it's received. And when people want to listen to you, people want your services, people want to hire you. Like, that's when you know that you're in the right lane. Because, like, I don't ever dread it. I I don't ever say, oh, guys, it's a podcast day day today. Like, uh, it's a joke with my kids upstairs. I go out and go, guys, what day is it? And then, y'all, podcast day? And I'm like, "Woo!" (laughs) So, you know, so it's one of those things that when you're in your passion and you're in the right lane, it fires you up. And so the fact that I get to do this and spread my message globally, I said 22, 22 countries listen to this podcast. Like, it's... It's surreal sometimes, but... The best part is all the people that I meet. And as you guys know, we get deep into our guest backstory, let you connect with them. Then we get into what their message is as well versus just having them come on, talk talk about what they do. And and you don't even really know who they are as a person or how they got to doing what they're doing. Because again, that's the point of the show is everybody struggles at some point in their life. Like no matter if they were born into financial privilege or they were born into poverty or if they were born without, without you know, their biological parents. like There's so many different things going on out there that can get in people's way. And the purpose of this show is to show people how to get through it, regardless of what life throws at you. So as I said, today we're going to be talking about travel. And to help me out with this conversation, I have this young woman on waiting backstage. And knowing how to navigate travel is key in this climate, she says. She has launched a company to ensure that travelers are well-informed and also exposed to the best travel experience from beginning to end. So help me welcome Emily Williams.
1: Hi. Good morning. <laughs> good morning.
0: How's life treating you?
1: Life is treating me good. I woke up with uh, allergies, so I did take some medicine. So I'm a little congested at this moment, but life is good. I can't complain.
0: Awesome. Love it. Love love to hear that. So where are you joining us from?
1: I am joining you from, today it's Sunny. <laughs> sunny uh, Laurel, Maryland. So that's where I reside. I live in the DMV area.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. Good stuff. All right. So the, the first question I ask all of my guests, who is Emily?
1: Ooh, that's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Emily is a... Uh, you know, a woman just out here for the taking really. Um, I started traveling at a very young age with my family, um, and through traveling, uh, just in the States, uh, we only went to one country, which was Canada, which is right next door, um, you know, to the U S. So it's not too far, but what traveling did was just open my eyes to just seeing how different people live and you know wanting to experience something different as well you know and just being in the moment when you're in another state it's just like wow like for instance um i remember going to chicago for the first time i think i was 13. i had never seen people at a beach like downtown because in Maryland we don't have beaches downtown you know so i was just like this is so cool that people could just go and chill at the beach at any given time and i remember telling my parents like just leave me here i want to live here
0: i love that my 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 oldest daughter well well i went with both my daughters separately but my oldest daughter and i we went to florida last november and we stayed in a in a timeshare it was in a five star five star resort We just walked in the room, just walked in. And she's like, oh my God, can we live here? (laughs) You know. know? So I love that. I decided a few years ago that I was going to stop celebrating the holidays with my kids. Like my youngest kids are, I have twin boys who are 12. So it's not like they're four and five, you know, but I said, I'm going to stop celebrating the holidays with material things. And I'm going to start taking them to see different places. You know, mm-hmm. So like, like we've been to Cape Cod, to New Hampshire, to, to Vermont, you know, Massachusetts, I'm up here in Rhode Island to so do all the New England stuff. You know, we went to New York, to Pennsylvania, to so Florida, you know, just so that they can see like just what, what you said, to see how other people live. You know, too, so many times people get stuck in their own reality and they think that's all there is. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's not the case. The world has so much to offer. So I, I can see how that shaped you
1: yes definitely and also you know it is good that you're doing that with your kids at a young age right because it'll just expose them so much more travel really changes you and i don't think people understand that it always breaks my heart when people are like oh i don't want to travel i'm like really like it can change your whole life in a sense right because you will get that experience you will just become a better person in general just by traveling you know and i know and traveling is a privilege right so not everyone can travel go to a lot of countries where, you know, uh, you know, people don't have passports. And so, but the experience is that they get to meet you and you can, you know, still tell your story, um, you know, and kind of just keep that connection alive. There's a lot of people I meet overseas that I still talk to today. So, yes, love it. Yeah, Yeah, My my daughter
0: and I, we were talking about, you know, like once once I'm able to, about making some type of a program to take inner city kids on just these trips, these getaways, maybe even if it's like a one day hike in the mountains, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause again, back to like a lot of people, the city is all they know. You yep. know what I mean? Like that's all they know. So they think that's all there is and what's out there isn't for them, you know, and that's right. not, that's not, not the case. So like maybe try to work with the local schools and maybe, you know, once or twice a year, we take a trip, and, you know, said we go to the mountains or we go to, you know, to the beach or just something, you know, just something just to get out of that city environment. So you can see there's a whole world out here beyond the city.
1: Yes. Yes. And I, I love that. We are trying to do something similar. Uh, there's a guy in Baltimore um, and I know I said I live in a DMV. So for those that don't know, that's D.C., Maryland and Virginia. We're a, we're a tri-state area. And there's a guy in Baltimore, Maryland, which is about Thirty minutes from where I live, and he is uh, raising money to get passports for kids in the inner city so they can take their first international trip. And we yes. want to be a part of that. So we, uh, you know, we wrote to him a couple times. And I know with COVID things have slowed down, but you know we're hoping to pick that back up in the future for sure.
0: Yes. All right. So were you born and raised in, in uh, Maryland?
1: No, I was actually born um, and semi-raised. All my friends were be like, you're not from Philly anymore. But I was born in Philadelphia. um, So I still say I'm originally from Philly. Yeah. Um, And I moved to Maryland when I was about 11. And I've been here ever since.
0: So so my my kids always tease me that they'll say anything and I can turn it into a song. And the second you said Philadelphia... First Prince of Bel-Air theme popped right (laughs) right into my head. (laughs) That's just how my mind works.
1: (laughs) That is hilarious because now when people say Philly, they think of Meek Mill. They don't think of Will Smith anymore.
0: (laughs) All of my musical taste is stuck in the late late 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Like, I don't really listen to anything beyond 2005.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, yeah. But no... Yeah. And it's funny. We I was just in Dubai and Will Smith was there and we were like, oh, where is he? Like, <laughs> But we couldn't find him.
0: Uh, that's awesome. All right. So what was what was your first childhood dream?
1: My first childhood dream was to be a cop, believe it or not. I thought that cops were really cool. Uh, a cop came to speak to us when I was like in the third grade about his job and how he protect and serve people. And I think it was the serving part. It's it's weird because all my life, I've always wanted to just help people. So I thought that being a cop, you know, when he said serve people, I, th- I thought that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I didn't realize the dangers of being a cop. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> <For real. laughs> he didn't talk about that, but that was my first childhood dream. And then it kind of switched when I was in high school. I thought I wanted to go to law school. Um, I was a paralegal and legal assistant for uh, about 20 years before I broke into travel. So, Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Yes. See, I love, I love to ask that question because typically that answer leads to, to somewhat of what people are doing now. And it's like you've always wanted to help people. And now when you started your travel business, you're you're helping people. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's like like you still realize that childhood dream. It just took a little a little detour. Yes. You know? Yeah.
1: A yeah. less dangerous detour. <laughs>
0: yes, true. Yeah. My son said, oh god, this is maybe, maybe 10 years ago that he wanted to be a cop. And he's he's very sensitive. You know, like that's just part of his his makeup. He's just he's a feeler, he just feels things. And I said, you gotta have ice in your veins to be a cop, dude. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yes. you know? So, so I like, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm <laughs> saying you're gonna have to develop, develop some some nerve, <laughs> you know, get the develop right. that spine a little bit to, to go into that. Cause I'll tell you right now, I couldn't do it. You know, it's like people sit <laughs> people sit here and they bash cops all day long for the for the crap they see on TV. But it's like you don't know what they go through in the course of a day. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's just one day, every day leaving the house, not knowing if you're coming back, you know, like right. I couldn't, I couldn't live like that. I couldn't do it, you know, yeah. so, but that's an- another topic for another day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So did you go, go to college?
1: I did. I went to Morgan state in Baltimore. Um, And then I got my paralegal certificate from George Mason in Virginia. Uh, I have a master's um, in emergency management, which is another field that helps people. Uh, Have I ever used it? No, but But I have it just in case. Um, And so, uh, and that's from the University of Maryland College Park. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty degreed up. Like, you know, <laughs> so I have, I have a plan B if I need it, but yeah. we don't believe in plan B's over here. We just believe in plan A's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's
0: what, one of the biggest takeaways I got from my very first business coach. Cause like I was training in my, I have a fitness business and, but I was also teaching classes in other places. Mm-hmm. So, so he's like, he's like, as long as you have that plan B, he's like, plan A is never going to come to fruition. I was yep. like. Uh, all right, well, I guess I can't argue with that. Cause like I was using that money to like pay the mortgage. So, right. So it's like, the second I put my notice in is like, I have to laser focus on this now, <laughs> you know, to make this yes. work. And it, and it worked though. So, like, I went from like, I don't know, 50 something clients to like 120 in a span of 60 days, yep. know, j- just from zeroing in on that. So that's, um, that's a hundred percent spot on. If you got a plan, plan B, I mean, it's, Edu- educational wise, I mean, you can never have enough education.
1: That's, <laughs> you know? true. So, that's so true. That's
0: true. So that's that's good. But I mean, looks like looks like you found your lane. So I don't think you'll need that Plan B.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't believe in Plan Bs over here, right? We just, like you said, when you laser focus, when you when you just focus on one thing. Like I always cringe when I hear people have like five and six businesses. I'm like, you're yeah. never going to succeed. Like I don't want to tell you that, right? Because I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, you're never going to succeed if you have 10 things, because believe me, i tried it. It does not work. You know, you focus on that one thing, you build it out, and you'll be surprised. I mean, the universe gives you what you give it, you know? so I
0: I actually just did a video about that last week saying that everybody wants to take, 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 but you don't want to give, give, give. Right. Because when you give, it just finds you. Yes. you know it, it, it really does it just finds you like i remember years ago when i was just getting started like i started with nothing i had bad, bad credit i had no no savings like i started my business with literally nothing just the passion to help people and so this one time my my ex and i we were going on a trip and I was like i don't have enough money for this trip <laughs> you know but but i just kept just kept serving kept serving kept serving and apparently there was a, a class action lawsuit with a a supplement company I used to work with. And I knew nothing about it. I just got a check in the mail for 1,200 (laughs) bucks.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) I was like, thank you.
1: (laughs) Right, see, that's the universe. Yeah, so just
0: from putting out, putting out, putting out, and it it just came back, (laughs) you know? It's like just amazing how that works.
1: Yes. And if more people knew that, I think they wouldn't have these five and six, seven companies that they're working on at once, trying to make something pop. Right. Cause that's what yeah. they're doing. They're trying to, they're looking for what will pop first. Yeah. And it's just like, just focus on one thing. You know, my, my coach tells me all the time, focus on the one thing. Cause sometimes I'm also like, Oh, what about, what about this clothing line? i like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Yeah. So true. And also,
0: um, I, I read, I read Chan's, Chan's, um, comment and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where would I go with that? Oh, so like with mine, when I was just getting ready for, for the podcast, I'm like, don't want to talk about just fitness. I like, don't want to talk about, you know, inner city youth. I want to talk, talk about, cause like I had just so many different things that, that I'm passionate about. And so I just took all of the concepts and smashed them all into one. Right, so now, like, I took the framework from my fitness business, and I just tweaked the language a little so it works with any company, any demographic. It doesn't matter what you're working on. I can help. I can help you with it. And so, like, I help. I've helped people build podcasts, do blogs. I help people with, uh, you know, marketing for their restaurants or or whatever else. So, like, I can still dip into all those different lanes, but it's one central theme.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To
0: serve. Yes, exactly. Yep. Just, just to help people overcome the obstacles. Cause that, that covers any industry, no matter what you do, you're going to struggle with something, yeah, you know, absolutely. at some point. So, you know, that works as well. All right. So what what was your
1: college experience like? Oh, so college was, was really good. I, you know, it was, so I will say this, I was not the studier. I was more the partier. Mm. and uh, my dad paid for college so he was not too happy about that but (laughs) (laughs) but I had an amazing experience I you know I definitely uh, recommend to you know um, any high school I meet you know just do it you might not like it but just try it and see if you like college because I met so really phenomenal people I had some phenomenal teachers and I really believe that that foundation in college led me to where I am as an adult today. Um, so, you know, it was it was more discipline. It was, um, you know, being held accountable, you know, so those, those things help me prepare for running a business because you have to be accountable. You have to be disciplined because if you're not, your business will, you know, go off the rails really easy. And really fast. It's happened to me. <laughs> it's so it's true. And
0: you said the two perfect words, discipline and accountability. Yes. That's, that's the only things that people need. Well, they need passion and drive as well. But right. if you if you have those four things, passion, drive, discipline, and accountability. The sky beyond the sky is the limit. It's like they're they're flying into space now. You know what I mean? It, so exactly. that. Right. So it's like beyond beyond the sky is the limit now. So that's awesome. All right. So you finished college. What was your first job out of college? Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> my first job out of college. I was working through a temp agency for a customer service uh company that sold uh, drug tests to uh various other companies when their applicants came in to get drug tests so yeah. we did like all the results and things so i was on the customer service side where people would call and say you know am i scheduled to come here today or uh you know what's my drug test results um and things of that nature it was interesting um i was very i, I did it very well i was you know uh promoted within a year being there to a $5,000 raise. And I got the title of being a senior customer rep, which I enjoyed. Uh, But I, at that time I knew I kind of wanted to go to law school while I was thinking about it. So I uh, left after about a year and a half and went to a research company that worked with law firms. Uh, And then it was there that I realized I did not want to go to law school. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All
0: right. So, Tell tell me about the time from that moment where you realized you didn't want to go to law school to when you decided to start the travel business.
1: Okay, so uh, at that moment, I had a t-shirt company um, and I was trying to do events. I thought I wanted to be an event planner. And so I took a course on event planning, uh, realized it was the money that I needed, I, I didn't have. So I just asked my sister if I could plan her wedding, you know, as to get like a testimonial, Um, because even then I knew the power of testimonials. And so she let me do her wedding. It was a disaster (laughs) 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 because she had no money, right? So she had no money. I ended up like putting up money for her wedding, but it was it was not good. But what it taught me was that you know I can do this, but one I need better clients. <laughs> and two, um, I don't want to do weddings because brides are really bridezillas at times. So, yep. <laughs> so then I did uh, my stepmother's 50th uh, birthday party and I set it up at a restaurant and they did the majority of the work, but I, you know, crafted the uh, invitations and sent them out. And that I really enjoyed. But again, there was no real money in doing it. And so. It just so happened at that time I met someone uh, when I lived in D.C. Excuse me. When I lived in D.C., um, she was a bartender and she had came from England. And she and I like became fast friends. She became my bartender for the summer. And she was going back to England. She said, well, why don't you come visit me? And I said, you know what? Yes. Can you take me to Paris? That's all mm-hmm. I care about. Yeah. She said, yes, I can take you to Paris. That was probably in 2006. So I went on my first like real international trip. Okay. And I loved it. And she and I became, we're still friends to this day. Now, sometimes we meet up all over the world. We'll, she'll say, I'm in Spain. And if I have time, I'll go to Spain and we'll hang out. Um, but it was it was really Natasha, uh, my bartender, who really opened my eyes that this is possible. And so I started traveling alone to other places. People would see me traveling. At the time, Facebook was just uh this was like around like uh 2000 i didn't join facebook till 2009 so in 2009 i just l- uploaded like a bunch of pictures of being on, tr- on trips and traveling and it was that that let people say oh you travel like i didn't even thought this was possible to like go to these places like it's so expensive and i'm like no it doesn't have to be because i caught this deal here and i did this and i stayed here and i called the hotel and asked if they had any rates and that moment, people were like, "Okay, well, I want to travel with you," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll plan it." And it just became a thing where now I'm planning trips for my friends, and then their friends see, and then their friends are coming on board. And our my big, my big, my first big trip with people that I knew and didn't know was in 2016. It was to South Africa, and I got it for under $2,000 with flight included. Don't ask me how I did it. Wow. <laughs> But we had 18 people. Uh, Some of them were family members that never met me, but gave me their money. And I said, wow, people really trust me with their money. They don't even know me. (laughs) (laughs) So then I kind of knew I had something special. And uh, the next year we did, about a year and a half after that, we did Greece and people said, you should be a travel agent. And I said, you know, maybe I should. And here we are today. So
0: That's amazing. I love that story because most businesses start like that. Like, I would say with my gym, it I wasn't supposed to open a gym. It wasn't supposed (laughs) to have. it It was supposed to be something for me to let off steam. I'd work with a couple other people, and then I'd get back on that restaurant grind. Like that's that's what my that's what it was supposed to be. And then same thing. You know, this one brought a friend and that the friend brought a friend and then the friend brought two friends. And this one's part of a basketball team and the whole basketball team wants to come and get conditioning. And next thing you know, I'm like, whoa. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like what happened here? <laughs>
1: so. You're like, I have a whole business. Like what happened? <laughs> yeah.
0: See, And then back to, to your point about the universe intervening, because like so now I had my management job. You know, I, I made decent pay, you know, got vacations, bonuses and that stuff. And, you know, I did get to write my own schedule, but it's still restaurant schedule is brutal. And but then I ended up losing my job. This was in 2009. As you know, that was the height of the uh, recession Mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. So they cut me and kept my assistant. And at first, at first I was mad because, you know, nobody wants to get fired. But so when my boss tells me, like, it was a little defensive at first. But then I was like, you know what? I was like, thank you. Cause I had wanted to just fully pursue fitness, but I couldn't leave the comfort of that steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then, then the universe was like, "Bruh, go. yeah, <laughs> You know, so we're just going to remove this obstacle. And now you go fly. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. That's, that's how that works. It is uh, how that
1: works. And more yeah. people need to look at it like that. You know, sometimes when you want to pursue something or you are pursuing something on the side and the rug gets ripped up, you know from under you you know you have to look at it as like you know what this is this is a blessing not not a hindrance yeah. you know and if you look at it that way you know because it's all about mindset right yeah. if you look at it that way then you know that okay the universe has me you know i don't know if people believe in god or not that's why i would say the universe yeah. just not to offend anyone i believe in god so you know god universe is pretty you know um, one and the same for me but you know, you know, I just say the universe has me and it does. It really does. I mean, the oh. moment you leave that comfort zone, it is amazing <laughs> of what you can do. You know, it, it is really amazing. Even in COVID, you know, travel plummeted. And so we didn't do as well. My company didn't do as well as, as they did last year. But this year, we're already succeeded what we would have made last year anyway. Wow. So. It's just like it's amazing, you know. And I'm, barring no more pandemics, <laughs>
0: <laughs> true. I
1: think we'll be good, you know.
0: <laughs> well, if this pandemic would just end already,
1: <laughs> right? That, that, that
0: would be nice. So yes, and, and and you never really know. Again, this is a different topic for a different day, but you never really know if it's as bad as they say it is, because they can just put anything on TV and we we, we fall for it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know so so like you know they could just be using it as as a pow- as a power trip you know Yes, yeah. and we don't know any better so we're like oh crap you know put the mask back on cuz they said so right
2: <laughs> you know? yeah so,
0: so how so how were you able to stay afloat with all the travel pretty much being restricted and be- hotels being closed and stuff
1: so i was actually still at my full-time job and i did not um I did not leave until June of this year. Um, okay. Yeah, so I was still there, but even then, um, and I had a pretty, you know, I, I had a pretty cushy job as well. We got eight weeks vacation. People always were like, "How are you on vacation and you're working?" Like, I want to okay. do what you do, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Gotta find a job that gives you a lot of vacation time." But And I had a, you know, a great team that I worked with, but um, I was just kind of like saving my money and really, uh, I knew I wanted to leave and I just didn't want to just make an entrance and be like, okay, I'm gone and then have nothing saved or, you know, so I I feel like I did the right way. Now it is, it's still scary, right? You know, it's only been a a couple of, not even a couple of months, a little over a month. um, And but it's been it's been good you know we you know the money's rolling in and it's not really just about the money but just all the people that i'm coming in contact with yeah. new clients are coming every single day and i do uh have an affirmation i say i you know i always say i'm of great wealth every morning i'm of great wealth and that might mean knowledge it doesn't necessarily mean money yeah. it can be knowledge i'm just you know telling someone you know about a uh, trip um you know uh trip uh, regulations at this moment, but I, I just say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a wealth, you know, I'm a wealth is, it's in me, it's through me. And so that really, uh, that really helps me set my day.
0: Awesome. All right. So you say you help people have a great overall tra- travel experience. What does that mean?
1: Um. So we, so it means that we listen to you, right? We have our questionnaire. We ask like, What do you, you know, what do you like best on vacation? What do you like least? You know, who do you like to hang with on vacation? Is it your family? Is it your friends? You know, do you like going solo? Um, You know, know, what are the best memories you have? And it's not a long questionnaire. You can do it right on your phone. It takes less than three minutes, but that tells me what I should be looking out for you. So we try to cater to your interests. Um, And when we host group trips around the world, we try to cater it to our clients' interests. So we do market research. We you know we look at pretty much everything. We look at the hashtags. We look at you know where people are going, what people are commenting on. Like Dubai and the Maldives was such a big thing in the last couple of years that people were like, oh, I want to go, you know. But everyone says, oh, the Maldives is expensive, and it is. Mm. It can be, you know. But we can put that in a package for you. You can make monthly payments, and then boom, you're there. And so that's our trip coming up in September. It Dubai Maldives. Um, like yeah, so, you know, we make it uh, attainable when you don't think it could be attainable or you don't know, like, what to do or the regulations. We figure all that for you. And then I do have a tip for your listeners. Okay. If you are looking at regulations and you're traveling, go to sherpa.com. That's S H E R P A.com. And you can put in like where you're going if you have a layover and it will spit out all the regulations for you for that country.
0: That's some solid info right there. She said yes. Sherpa, just like that. Yes. Sherpa.com. Uh-huh. Okay, good, good. So I'm looking at your website now. And <laughs>
1: it needs a it needs a little bit of a refresh. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: so all right, so how would how would you describe your business, like so, I know you just you just said what you do, but if I, if I was to to introduce you to one of my friends, I would say, yeah, oh, you know, my friend Emily, she runs a run travel business. She does what comes she, after it does.
1: Okay, she curates trips with you and mine. You could say that, you know. So we do a lot of uh, individual trips for people, um, and even though our focus for group trips uh, is more for people of color because i noticed that there was a lack of minority companies um that didn't really cater to our interests they cater to just anyone's interests you yeah. know so i so that's what our focus is but you know during COVID, people just wanted to go somewhere and our clients are of all races um so you know we curate those trips and they're more than welcome i mean we've had um you know other races on our trips as well. So, you know, it's not that it's just specifically for people of color, it's just to really inspire people of color to travel more. You know, if you look at all of the publications for the most part, you know, you don't see anyone uh, of color really in these publications. You know, they're all either uh Caucasian or European, but we spend our dollars too, to the tune of 63, uh, I believe the $63 million that we spent in 2019 on travel alone. Wow. So we're, we're out there, we're, we're here. And so it's just, it would be nice to be recognized in that way. Uh, so we're just trying to do our part by, you know, making sure that uh, everyone sees us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I added to that total in t-
1: 2019. Yes, I
0: did <laughs> <mean> too. <laughs> yeah, but I had, had my fair share of travel. So it's like, it's like I'm single now, so there's, there's nothing stopping me. You know, yes. so like, I, I really like being solo because my mind is super abstract. So whenever I travel, I don't plan. I just show okay. up. I show up. And then when I land, I just see see what, what's in the area for that day. Sometimes when I'm driving, I'm like, ooh, what's that? And I'll pull off <laughs> and I'll just go up okay. on, a, on a random two hour hike because I found a trail somewhere. And <laughs> right. <laughs> so that, that works for me. But like, I know for other people, they need that. They need that planning. they need the structure and they don't want the headache. So w- would you say you take the headache out of it?
1: Yes, we definitely take the headache out of it. Yeah, for for travelers like you, it is a little bit more, it's different, right? Because you don't want to be on a set schedule. So for the most part, we would just give you a, a list of things that you could do, right? We wouldn't plan those for you, but we would just give you a list to say, okay, you can do this. This is an area, you know, we don't know if you know about this. Uh, and then we would just put that, you know, in your itinerary for you. And then, you know, you can... You know, play how you want to play, right? It looks, like you said, you're on the street, you're driving, you see a hiking trail, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of this. I'm kind of the same way when I go to different uh, new countries. Uh, I'm trying to get to Albania um, within the next, probably within the next like six months, and so Albania is like very quiet. It's off the grid, but it's just something that's pulling me there, and I just kind of want to explore and see if that will be a good trip to people, for people to come to. So, you know, when I touch down, I'll just kind of like find some random things and see. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. But there's a lot of, there's so many countries out there that people just don't explore, you know?
0: There's so much much of this country people don't explore. (laughs) Uh, guilty uh, guilty You're like since, <laughs> since I started doing that with my kids like we just we just found this gem of a place in our own state right I'm gonna be 47 next month right we moved here I think when I was two and a half I was born in New York City and like in and, and Rhode Island is this big right so, and and I've never I didn't know this place existed I just did it just a random search and I was like oh this place look, looks cool so I packed up the kids and well, well they're, they're old them they can pack themselves up now but but we we went because like we like the water we like rocks and stuff mm-hmm. and so we just found this big it's a series of walking trails it opens up right out onto the water where there's rocks you know like the, the water you can see see right through and I was like this has been here my entire life and I had no clue this place was here you know yeah and when when I travel like I don't really look for I'm not a big city person you know I'm more like we were raised in the woods here in, in Rhode Island. So, okay. so like I like that country setting. I like mountains. And I try to find just these little these little remote areas, you know, where like everyone know, knows each other, everyone's friendly, and the scenery is just amazing. You know? So with with that description, where have you traveled that will give me that picture?
1: Hmm. Which um, you I you did, you did. <laughs> I'm thinking well, you've probably already been to Tennessee, so you know that they have that. Yeah. Um, but like overseas, um, maybe outside of Mexico City. Okay. Um, and I have never been to Mexico City, but I did plan a trip for someone there and then they are a big hiker. And so they found some really beautiful hiking trails that was very mountainous and it was it was gorgeous actually. Um, And then they went to a hot springs afterwards. And so I was just like, wow, like Mm -hmm. I need to get out there. So maybe, you know, Mexico City in the outskirts, you know, but definitely uh, give you what you need. Nice. What was
0: your favorite US vacation?
1: Chicago. (laughs) okay <laughs> Chicago's still my favorite city in the US and I haven't been to every major city but uh, so far Chicago it's the one place I just keep coming back to and it stems from when I was there you know all those years ago that it just pulls me in you know and so it's definitely Chicago nice. without a doubt.
0: <laughs> I've, I've been there. I've been there once. I got my photo with the Michael Jordan statue. Okay, and, yes. And then I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't try the pizza. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did try the pizza. I got. I got to be honest with you. Like I didn't really know much about it because around here it's more New York style pizza. Yeah. And so I ordered a small one. I, I was traveling solo. I was going to a, a marketing conference out there, and the guy brings it to my hotel, and he hands it to me. And I wasn't expecting it to be that heavy. So like I, uh, yeah. I almost dropped it. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This is a small," and I opened it up. Like, there's no way I finished that thing. Like, and I can right. eat, I can eat a small pizza all day long. I I ate half of it. And I was done. It's like, it was it was damn good. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, I had no idea it was that. Like, it was that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think my first time too. I was just like, "Wow, this is crazy how heavy and dense it is." But it is yeah. really good, right? And I'm like. <laughs> And it's funny because we have a place here called BJ's and they do a deep dish, but there's nothing like Chicago. I'm like, uh,
0: <laughs> don't tease me. So true. Yes. Just, just like, like Italian food. Like, I don't care how good you think you are. There's nothing like, like for real italian food from people who are from italy (laughs) it's it's not even it's not even close
1: (laughs) yeah well well you want to know the crazy thing the best italian food and i've been to italy but the best italian food i've ever had and this is gonna sound really crazy was in mexico come on (laughs) (laughs) it's in Cabo. it's at this uh resort called leblanc i didn't see they have michelin star chefs make the food Okay. So it was so good. I had like this, I eat pasta. It was, I still like, I need to get to Cabo to uh, go back <laughs> 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 to get the Italian food. I just want to go to LeBlanc for the Italian food. It was so good. I mean, wow. everything at LeBlanc was good. Like, so the food is phenomenal. Uh, it's one of those all-inclusives. I mean, you know, you, you pay for it, but you, you get what you pay for, for sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. Um, Sure. So the food was phenomenal. They have a, a brick uh, oven, so they make like fresh pizzas. It was it was phenomenal. I, I can't say I can't speak highly enough of that place. so
0: love it. All right. Yeah. so well, let's get let's get back to, to the business. So when people are coming to you, like what's the process for them coming on board with you? And what's like the, the number one thing that they're looking? They're looking to gain from working with you.
1: So when people come to me, um, they'll usually go to my website. And then we have a form called Curated Travel Form. And you click on that and then it's the questionnaire. Um, Sometimes most people know where they want to go. The reason why they work with an agent outside of doing it on their own is, uh, especially since COVID, the regulations change all the time. They want to make sure that they're planning a trip that they can actually go on. Uh, So that's the biggest difference I've noticed before. It was kind of like, you know, I always tell people, um, you know, working with an agent is like working. It's like sometimes you want to eat at home and sometimes you want to eat out. You know, it's a preference. Right. So sometimes you want to be catered to. And there's some people who always want to be catered to. You know, so we have a lot of repeat clients because they don't want to deal with the hassle of looking at hotels and looking at reviews and, you know, making sure that, again, they can still go and, you know, trying to figure out the best airline deal. So that's where we come in. You know, we do all that for you. And so, you know, it's <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so that's the biggest perk, I, I would say, work with me. And then also, you uh, you know, we'll put you, we, we kind of know the resorts. And, and I'm not saying that I don't get this wrong sometimes cause I, I do I, Um, but we kind of know like what the best resorts are. So we will only send you the best of the best. We will not send you anything that is, um, you know, like I'm not gonna send you to a review. I'm just not, yeah. you know. And I'm pretty sure if the VU sees this, are going to be like, she's banned from planning trips. Because <laughs> I think I've, <laughs> I said that in another podcast. They're probably like, okay, this lady's banned. But, um, you know, they're like a three-star, you know, they're a three-star resort, right? So you're not going to get like the best food. You might get some decent food, yeah. you know, but it's more for just like if you have a budget and this is what your budget dictates, then this is where you can go. You know, but they're not bad, by any means. I say to reuse myself. Um, But if you want that crystallized experience, you want to have a good time, you want good food, then I know exactly where to send you. You know, so you don't have to you don't have to read a thousand reviews to know, like, oh, is this good or if it's not. And like I said, sometimes even smart, we had a hotel that was always fabulous, you know, and then I sent a client there and they're like, you know, we, we don't like it. You know, I don't know if it's due the COVID, but we just don't like it here. You know, the food is just okay. It's not great. And it's yeah. just like, wow, like this place used to be phenomenal. So
0: I mean, sometimes it's, like, too, it's just a person's preference.
1: That too. That too. Yeah. Yes. What,
0: like I like, I like Chinese food and I like Japanese food. And then someone had suggested this place that had uh, Thai Thai Vietnamese food, I want to say. And so I went, and I tried, and they were like hype on it too, hype. And may- maybe that just kinda got my anticipation a little, a little too high. Yeah. And it was like, it's all right. It was like I wouldn't go out of my way to eat it. Like if you brought it home, I'd eat it. But right. I wouldn't go out of my way to go. So it's just a just a a preferential thing. Like I see it all the time in, in reviews. People will say, Oh, this place is fabulous. And then the comment below is like, this place sucks. Yep. <laughs> you know, so it's like you just you just never know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And that and that's the thing, right? So we look at you always know that the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? It's yeah. not horrible, it's not great, it's somewhere in the middle. And this place had all glow reviews, you know, so it was it was really you know, sad that my clients didn't have this great experience because previously they had an amazing experience at another place that another client was like, "Uh, I don't care about this place. It's okay. So you're right. It is preference, you know,
0: Yeah, and I don't beat
1: myself up over it, but I'll just make notes.
0: Yes. Yeah. That too. And people have to understand that, you know, the world's run by humans. Right. (laughs) That's true. So, So it's like, like I could go one day and the staff is all on point. You yep. could go one day with with a, the managers having a bad day and just yelled at all the staff, and now they're all like, "Screw him or her," you know. Right. Like those like being in the service industry, I always think like that, you know. So people who have who have never been in the service industry, they, they don't understand that. They just think like that's their job. They should X Y Z. Like, but they're still human, and humans have emotions. Yes. And some, sometimes the emotions can get agitated. Like yes, it, it does happen, whether you're paying them or not. like like I always say that with with uh, the cops as well because everybody wants to sit back and say the cops should a, B, c d. It's like, why don't you put yourself in a situation where you have to decide life and death. It's like until you've been in that situation, you should not be judging what they do, you know, and so it, it's it's the same in any really in any industry like I said you go into a hotel to check in and you get the bright bubbly, concierge there up front and then you know you might come in at 2 a.m and you got the overnight guy who who could could be drinking on the job <laughs> you know what I mean it's like it's still the same hotel but it's the people that that run it that you know ultimately decide the experience
1: yes yeah for sure for sure and, and you're right we are, are all human right so we all make you know mistakes or we like you said we have emotions and you know things happen so it could be a trickle effect um yeah. You know, so I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, that is, to, to your point, that is, you know, really good. Cause sometimes I beat myself over like, oh, why did I send them there? Like, <laughs> no, I should have sent them here instead. Like, you know, but it's, you know, like you said, like, you can't dictate what's gonna go, what's gonna happen on someone's trip. Yes. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know? I always say, just lean lean into the ones that support you. It's like obviously you want to try to learn what happened from the people that when I have when I have like as a as a fitness coach, there are people that say, you know, you're you're the best coach for me, and that's mm-hmm. that's the part part of it is I'm the best coach for you. You know, for someone else, they may not like my style, and right. which it, which is fine. That doesn't mean I suck as a trainer. <laughs> right? right. That just means that my style doesn't work for you. And so, like, if someone works with you and then they have, you know, a not so great, great experience, unfortunately, they're going to take it out on you, even though mm-hmm. it wasn't your fault. <laughs> you know, it's like I wasn't there, you know, checking you in, <laughs> you know. So, right. Um, unfortunately, that that happens, But it's like, you know what? Noted. Sorry. And then just pour into the ones that that love you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And these are good clients. I don't think I, you know, I don't think I lost them as a client. It's just that, you know, they weren't as happy with this resort as the last one. But like you said, it's preference because I had another client who went there and was like, oh, it was just okay. So who knows, you know? Yeah. So true.
0: So true. All right. So let me see. So what's the the process? Because you had mentioned earlier about monthly payments. So How does all that work? So, So, okay. They fill out the questionnaire, then what happens?
1: So they fill out the questionnaire they tell me where they want to go. And then from there, we, uh, you know, we, we do our thing. (laughs) We search for (laughs) you, you know, and then we'll present you with a couple of options and depending on how soon. uh, So if you, if you leave within 90 days, then the payment window is uh, very small, right? So you you might be able to put some money down, but the majority of the money is going to be due probably a week later. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have financing, so if anyone needs financing, we can do that, which will stretch it out over eleven payments um, through uh, Uplift, which is a you know a credit uh, a credit company that offers uh, payment plans. Yeah. So we work with Uplift to to provide you with that. Excuse me. For my group trips, they're usually spread out uh, a year in advance, so the payments are spread out, so you can make monthly payments. Uh, it'll deduct from your account every month. Yeah. Um. And you know we and then sixty days before the trip commences is when your last payment will be due, and then you'll get you know your information for your flight if the flight's included, um, and. Uh, a better itinerary that has everything in it with like times and things of that nature. Okay. So, yeah. So that's how the process works for our group trips and for individual trips. Now, some people do um, book a year in advance for their uh, Caribbean trips. And then you have plenty of time to play. We don't, you don't even need a monthly plan. You put on your deposit and as long as your payment is in by whatever date, you know, it says, then you're fine. And I don't, dictate the date or that, that comes from the supplier themselves.
0: Okay. Good stuff. So yes. do, you, do you have a a top destination that people consistently book?
1: Jamaica. Jamaica okay. is definitely the top destination that most people book. Right under that I would say Mexico. Mexico is really big. The Cancun area is really big. Uh, Cabo's really big. And then I think the third destination would be um, the Greece. I get a lot of demand for Greece.
0: Okay. I figured uh, Aruba would, would be in that top three.
1: Aruba is, is definitely, is not something that I sell a whole lot of, actually, believe it or not. Um, and I don't know if it's because, I mean, I do have people that go to Aruba, but I don't know if it's because um, Aruba has, different guidelines now for coming in, like they're a little bit more stringent astringent, excuse me, stringent yeah, yeah. Uh, than other islands. So, you know, Jamaica is pretty easy. You just need a COVID test within 72 hours. Mexico, you need no COVID tests, um, you know, to come, to come to Mexico. But when you come back to the United States, they will test you. And a lot of times the resorts will do it for free. Yeah. Um, so we kind of look out for that Uh, because sometimes resorts don't do it for free. And I'm like, do you really want to stay here? Because this COVID test is not included. And they'll be like, oh, no, I want to include it. You know, I don't want to have to go anywhere. So I'm like, okay. So we're able to circumvent some things like that. But but yeah, I think those are the three uh, destinations for sure. Jamaica, Jamaica has just been... Crazy, like everybody wants to go to Jamaica, uh, and it's it's great. I right? came from Jamaica myself. I was there for about seven days uh, earlier this year, and you know we went to different uh, resorts and you know went live from them. So maybe that's why they you know want to go to Jamaica. But Jamaica's definitely been the hotspot. Nice. What about us? Us destinations? Uh, so far, it's been my like the Miami area. Miami's yeah. always been probably the top destination, California, Los Angeles mm-hmm. is another, and then Vegas. And I don't really sell a lot of Vegas because I feel like Vegas, they have so many different comp rooms that you can actually, you know, kind of do it yourself. So I yeah. I always encourage people to do Vegas themselves. Like, you know, you don't need me for Vegas.
0: Yeah, that Vegas is pretty easy. Pretty easy to navigate. Yeah. I've been there a few times.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, you don't, you don't need me. you know, people need me. There's things that people need before, and you know, and I'm very transparent. Like, you know, you don't need me for for Vegas. You know, you can do this on your own type of thing. I can help you, but you know, you can do this on your own. But you know, for the big trips like South Africa, you know, that's where you, that's where my superpowers come into play. Yeah, you know, we use all local vendors for most of our Africa trips, so it puts money into the pockets of the locals which helps a lot, you know, uh, and they give phenomenal tours and you're gonna pay a fraction of the price. So uh, we have clients who go to South Africa. And if you look now, like if you look on uh, any type of website you'll see South Africa's like $7,500. Well, we can probably take you there for about 32, you know, easy. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's seventy you find to have your flight. Ours might have your flight included just depends. But South Africa is a very affordable to go to. So, you know, we can, you know, we can uh, help save you money in that regard. And it's because we go local, you know, and they give phenomenal tours. I use all local tours. Uh, I use all local companies when we go there. So it's, it's been amazing to just put money back into their pockets and see how their communities flourish. And sometimes we'll bring stuff for the communities, which is really cool. Uh, we might visit, uh, you know, we visit the slums a couple times, but you know, you could visit schools and things of that nature. We really make an impact because, again, these kids are not traveling, but you are bringing travel to them in a different way, mm-hmm. and they love to see it. Love to see it. So, you know, we try to do our part. I love that. Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: All right, so we got about about five five minutes to go. Okay. So, so what? So, what do you want to help tell, tell me about about your business that we haven't covered yet?
1: Um, that you know, give us a try, right? We we're we're pretty we're pretty uh we're a pretty dope company, you know. <laughs> we do, we do a lot. Uh, we try to do a lot for other communities. We do a lot for our community. We. Um, you know, we're, we're a lifestyle, I like to say we're a lifestyle brand, you know, we're a lifestyle travel company, meaning that, you know, we embody the lifestyle of travel. You know, a lot of people, there's a lot of travel agents who've never left the US, right? And they're trying to give you a trip to say Greece. Well, they don't know the intricacies of Greece, right? That Greece, it's yeah. a lot of uh, ferries that you're gonna take. You can fly to some of these countries, but the, the real magic is in the ferries when it's going to these different islands, and you're seeing people come on and come off, and you get a glimpse. And so you can even get off if you wanted to, if that you know. But you know, it's really, really cool to see that. But until you actually been there and experienced it, then you know you won't you won't know. You know, I see a lot of agents who sell trips, and they've never been anywhere, and it's hard because it's hard to see a place that you. It's hard to sell a place you've never seen. You know, which is why sometimes we scope out trips. I'll go to different places to scope out a trip. Albania is one of them. Um, you know, I'll go first to see it, and then I come back and plan a trip there.
0: say you. say so. so you jumped ahead and answered the question before I asked it, because <laughs> <laughs> my next one was going to be what sets you apart from other other tra- travel companies. But uh-huh. you you just said it so and, and that. And that makes sense. That would be like you know going going to a personal trainer that that's never worked with with anyone else, right? <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like like you wouldn't do that. You want someone with a proven track record, and you right. want someone who knows what what they're talking about. You know, yes. So, so I would say you know that sounds sounds like you've had plenty plenty of international travel. Yeah. So you can speak from firsthand experience and not just being a salesperson
1: right exactly um, and i will say this for the for people who have never you know who are just getting started right cuz you're not going to have someone right? like you just said someone who's in fitness who's never had a client well this is where you get your buddy you get your you know you get your friends you get your family members and you say okay i'm going to work with you for you know 6 weeks or 8 weeks to get your body and
2: ble- there's something bleak about it you know it's yeah. like hmm. it's just different um hmm. Yeah, and the little towns they drop you off on, they're kind of fun because they're little, you know. It's a whole different world.
0: Yeah, like for such a big state.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, like
0: I was actually watching something on it uh, the other day on Discovery Channel. And they were saying how, like, one of the biggest modes of transportation is uh, seaplanes. Oh, well, yeah, that's right.
2: Right. Yeah, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and the big, huge cruise boats, lots of cruise boats. Hmm. So, did you see see any wildlife? Yes.
0: Yeah. Whales,
2: see? whales breaching whales, uh, whales doing bubble net fishing, which is a whole different way to uh, fish. They they go around in a circle and they get all of the the little fish in the middle of their oh, circle, yeah. and yeah. then they they all swoop up and get a whole mouthful of fish. It's quite yes. amazing. Yes.
0: Yeah, I saw that on um Animal Planet. I, I believe. I was watching some something with, with my kids and they were showing showing how, how mm-hmm. they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they have a couple that circle and the other ones yeah. come up and grab them. Did they, they come up the through triangle? the middle. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right. It's fascinating. And we yeah. saw them doing that. It's like I never do that before.
0: Yeah, it's genius. So, <laughs> genius yeah. on their part. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're creeping up on the last min- minute. Here. Okay. Give, give us a give us a final message. What, what's your final message?
2: Well, I want to thank you. You've been very efficient and effective, like I was thank telling you. you before, and uh, easy to um, communicate with and instant instant getting back to me. So I knew what was going on. So uh, and then I just want to tell everyone to go forth, live your life, live it fully and find out who you are and uh, support your kids because the kids are really into this. So, you know, learn more about what it's all about so that you can support the kids and not be judgmental because you're only, you know, you'll deflate them and you'll alienate yourself. Yes. So, so true.
0: Well, again, Nancy, thank you very much for joining. Again, you can check out her book from bud to blossom on Amazon. And I thank you for your time and sharing your story and being very, very, up, up front and open about, about your journey. Much appreciated. Thank you. Right, my pleasure. <laughs> you, have, you have yourself a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So that was Nancy joining us, sharing her story. So if you just tuned in late, you no, know, make sure, sure you go back, watch it from the beginning. If you ha- have any comments, feel free to comment. Make sure you like the video, share the video, subscribe. If you're on YouTube and I will see you guys tomorrow with Lisa. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you.